What's going on, sports addicts? Welcome back to the Confessions of a Sports Addict podcast. Today, we will be doing the NFC West preview, outlining the Rams, the Seahawks, 49ers, and the Arizona Cardinals. And what we do in these podcasts is we talk about their key additions and departures, how they ranked offensively and defensively last year to kind of see where they were good and how they can improve. And we give a take about each team at the end, and maybe we'll even rank them at the end, how we think they'll finish this year. So let's go ahead and start with the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, this offseason, the Rams were able to add Eric Weddle, Clay Matthews, and Blake Bortles, while they lost Indomitian Sue, Rogers Halfold, LaMarcus Joyner, Mark Barron, and C.J. Anderson. I mean, I think their biggest loss was probably Rogers Halfold, but I think C.J. Anderson is a close second because he mm-hmm. had such a great like run at the end of the year. Um, you well, know, I, I personally think that Sue's going to have a pretty big impact because he was able to take a lot of attention away from Aaron Donald yeah. because he's a good player in his own right. So I don't think Aaron Donald will be able to put up the type of numbers he did last year simply because he doesn't have a guy like Sue right next to him. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, I think that Sue really didn't do anything up until the playoffs. Like he was just an average player. That's why I really don't understand why the Bucks wanted to pay him that much. Otherwise, I mean, I think that the Rams lost talent and they just got a little bit older, really. I mean, I think they had a decent draft, but it wasn't anything special. Taking a look at their ranks, offensively, they were second. Obviously, McVay has a pretty good system, but they did kind of get, like, got in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll see what happens going from there. And then defensively, they were 19th. So, I mean, that kind of speaks for itself. They were really in the bottom third of the league or right there, you know, close to it. So we'll see. Maybe Wade Phillips can help the team improve and, you know, get up inside the top half of the league. Yeah, they certainly have good playmakers like Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks on offense, and then Tlaib and Marcus Peters on the defense. I still think that this team will be able to compete. Obviously, yes, they did lose some, like, pretty good players, but I don't think the drop-off the drop off will be that significant. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see it. I think that the Rams are still going to be, you know, a playoff potential team. Mm-hmm. We'll get more into that later. Moving on, the Seattle Seahawks, who did they add and who did they lose? Yeah, the Seahawks um, kind of added all over the place this offseason. They added um, Ezekiel Ansah, LJ Collier, DK Metcalf, Jason Myers, and Mike Yapati, while they lost um, the All-Pro, probably the best safety in the league, Earl Thomas, Justin Coleman, J.R. Sweezy, Mike Davis, and Frank Clark. Uh, and then one other name that they did lose, which is pretty big, was uh, Doug Baldwin. And Cam Chancellor. Oh, yeah. Well, all those yeah. guys are gone i mean it's just ridiculous but i mean you know for me i'd like how they address the trenches right i mean dk metcalf i don't know obviously i think he i think he's just pretty much like a streak or a hitch kind of a guy that's what he was in college um but i do like their additions this year i think it's rough that you lose earl thomas you lose sweezy and frank clark and then obviously the two that we mentioned Mm -hmm. but i think the seahawks you know with russell wilson that big contract I think that he's going to have a pretty significant, you know, impact on the team and them winning. Obviously, they're going to be a run first team getting into that. They were 18th on offense, so they weren't very efficient, but they Mm -hmm. were okay. And then defensively, defensively, they were 16th. Obviously, their defense now is led by Bobby Wagner. So it'll be interesting to see if they can also improve. Yeah, I think this team is trying to rebuild because obviously they had to pay a lot of their guys like Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, Bobby and Sherman. Yeah. And and now Russ I just think that they're kind of trying to like bounce back off of that like because they were like the first team that really drafted really well and then they were able to pay a lot of their guys to try to keep the core there yeah at least in this like modern 
era of like the NFL. Yeah, because I think like the Eagles are kind of doing that. I think the Browns are kind of like following that mold. So even it, the it, Chiefs. Yeah, it's kind of like interesting to see like how they were the first team and it's it, it's kind of hitting them pretty hard. Like they've got a lot of young players that they're trying to depend on at this point. And they're just I don't think they're as talented as they were at the peak of their powers. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, we'll get back talking about the Seahawks later. Transitioning to the San Francisco 49ers, I mean, looking at the list, I think that they had, you know, good players. Yeah, I definitely thought they got better. They added Quan Alexander, Tevin Coleman, Jason Verrett, Levine Toilolo, and they only lost Cassius Marsh and their punter Bradley Pinion. I, I uh, hope I, mean, I said that right. I, yeah. I don't know. I've never heard of the guy. I've never heard of any of the guys they've lost. Obviously, the guys that they brought in. Quan Alexander, great player for the Bucks. Uh, obviously, he got replaced by Devin White. Tevin Coleman spent time with Shanahan down in Atlanta. Jason Verrett was a pretty good corner, but he's faced, you know, injury. And Levine Toilolo also with Shanahan in Atlanta. Big tight end that can go up and get the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that clearly Shanahan is showing, and we know because he used to coach in Cleveland, how much he's trying to run the ball and trying to get the play action going. Because oh, yeah. Toilolo can definitely block. They've got like a three-headed monster in the backfield with Breda, Coleman, and um, Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. Um, so I think that they're really trying to run the ball and trying to be, you know, trying to chew clock, you yeah. know, and kind of control the game. But not only that, but they have, you know, an offense. Grappolo's coming back. Their offensive line, I think, is pretty solid. Um, I think they have most of those guys under contract for at least two years, which is good. Then they drafted Debo Samuel. They also have George Kittle, who was the mm-hmm. best tight end really in football last year as far as receiving yards yeah. go. Jordan Matthews, they've got Marquise Goodwin. So they've got a lot of weapons on mm-hmm. offense. Obviously, Shanahan's one of the best like play scripters. He's really good at selling the play action and stuff like that. So the and, 40- I, and just one last thing on like Jason Verrett. Uh-huh. He he's coming from the Chargers, and I feel like the Chargers almost notoriously kind of have like a bad medical staff or something like that. Because yeah. I feel like they deal with so many injuries. So maybe him being with another franchise, maybe different medical, you know, yeah. he can get his career back on track yeah i mean like when you look at them they weren't even that bad last year as far as their ranks offensively 16th and defensively 13th i think that you know more veteran presence in that defense is really going to help them out Mm -hmm. you know i'm interested to see though like you know joey or nick bosa was also added yeah those guys and dan ford was even yeah i didn't even so i mean they're gonna have a pass rush they've got pretty good linebackers Mm -hmm. and their secondary seems to be like it's you know, looking like it's shoring up a little bit. So I think their defense could find their way into the top 10. And then offensively, if everything goes well and everybody stays healthy, they could be, you know, top 10 team as far as that rank go, goes also. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm interested to see. I don't think that this division's really going to be that easy to win this year. No, I think it'll be up there with one of the toughest divisions. I mean, I was I was honestly shocked when I saw that those rings were for the 49ers. And that's what's yeah. Garoppolo down for most of the season last year anyway. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, the Rams had, like, everybody healthy, and they have a lot of talent on their team, and they were second. Mm -hmm. But if you look at them, the 49ers had the best defensive rank so far out of the three teams. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get into the last team in the division, the Cardinals. The Cardinals, obviously, you know, picking number one, you need to make a lot of changes going into the next season. Right. So this offseason, they added Kyler Murray, Jordan Hicks, Terrell Suggs, Robert Alford, and J.R. Sweezy, while they lost... Antoine Bethea, Marcus Golden, Mikey Potty, and Josh Rosen. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it kind of sucks. They were the the worst team last year. They had a bad situation. They traded Josh Rosen. 
obviously, and then they picked up Kyler Murray. Apparently, you know, J.R. Sweezy thinks that Kyler could be the next Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, He's it played looks, with them both yeah. at this point. I mean, they got to make sure that that offensive line's good. And they also they obviously have Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk. They drafted Andy Isabella, even the kid uh, Hakeem Butler mm-hmm. out of Iowa State. And they've got David Johnson back there. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there in Arizona. Yeah, I think that they kind of wanted to add some veteran leadership this offseason because yeah. like Suggs and Alford, those guys are getting up there in their career. Jordan Hicks, I mean, he played in the Super Bowl just a couple of years ago. So I think that they won't – I think they'll be a little bit better than – people might give him credit this year yeah and I think Kyler you know he's very dynamic in his playmaking ability so I think they have the opportunity to to be okay I don't think they'll just be like a you know floor mat of the division I think if the Cardinals like everything goes well for them and their system proves to work you know that um Kingsbury system you know works I think they could be somewhere between like a six and ten or an eight and eight uh I think that might be a little bit too much I'm thinking like five to seven I, I don't I mean think that's right know. in that range, but anyways, if we're circling back to the top, you know, let's go ahead and hear your take on the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. So, you know, what is the running game going to look like this year? Late in the postseason last, you know, we saw Gurley get hurt. You know, is he really hurt? Apparently he has arthritis and, you know, how will the defense play with the interchangeable veterans added and lost? Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. It'll be interesting to see what the Rams do this year. I think that, you know, teams are going to be able to figure them out, if not be able to figure them out as much. At least they figured out a little bit more about how to stop Jared Goff. Obviously, you saw mm-hmm. it a little bit in that Bears game last year, the Super Bowl, and then even in the Saints game. The Saints don't have that great of a defense. You know, we talked about it in our NFC South podcast. They even stopped them. You know, I think that a few lucky breaks went the Rams' way, obviously, especially at the end of the game, really. But, I mean... I don't know. We'll see what happens. They haven't even worked on a contract extension with him, Jared Goff. And, you know, the Eagles are getting – they already got theirs done. And the Cowboys are working on one with Dak. So, who knows? Jared Goff might not even be the future there. Talking about the Seattle Seahawks, obviously, how much will Russ have to do on offense? Is he going to have to be a key contributor, you know, himself? Obviously, is he going to have to run more? Is he going to try and force passes in into tight windows? And then has he did lose his top target in Doug Baldwin. Uh, you know, what's going to happen there? Can Ansa fill the void left by Frank Clark? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of change in Seattle. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I really do think Ross is going to have to, like, put the team on his back. Like, I mean, Tyler Lockett's almost going to be his top receiving target, and he's not a number one. Right. Um I think that they're going to have to rely on Russ to do a lot, and they're going to really try to rely on running the ball with Rashad Penny and Chris Carson now that Mike Davis is gone. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Uh, what about for the San Francisco 49ers? Um, you know, can Jimmy G you know, bounce back off of his injury and win some meaningful games? Like, when he first got there, he won some games late in the season when they were pretty much out of it, and then he was only in for, what, two to three games this season yeah. before he got hurt. So, you know, nothing meaningful quite yet. And honestly, like, he didn't even play good in the couple games that he was in this year. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know he had a bad performance against the Vikings. They barely beat the Lions, who seemed like the worst team in the league at the time. And then, obviously, he got hurt in the Chiefs game. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that the 49ers, obviously, it all depends on Jimmy G. But they've got one of the best offensive minds at their head coach. And I think it's a matter of can their defense get stops and allow them Mm -hmm. you know, to put up points when they can. Mm -hmm. 
taking a look at the Arizona Cardinals, you know, what we got is what kind of numbers will Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury put up in their first year in the league? I think it's going to be interesting to see that like college run and gun scheme that Cliff Kingsbury is, you know, notorious for running and even playing in himself. See how it works in the league. I think that there's already concepts like that in the league, so it's not going to be like anything too new. But, you know, Kyler Murray, pretty small guy. I don't think that's really that big of a knock, but we'll see, you know, how he translates to the league. I think it's going to be more of can he make special throws and can he, you know, win games? You know, can he put his team on his back and say, hey, we're down by three. We need to go down and get a touchdown to win this game, you know, whatever it may be. And how will the the defense play around, you know, without Patrick Peterson for the first time in his career getting suspended for the PEDs? I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see in the, you know, the desert. Yeah, I was honestly really shocked when I saw that. I never thought Patrick Peterson would that would be that type of player to, you know, kind of any substance abuse. Um, but yeah, he's going to miss like the first half of the season, I believe. And I think Kyler and Cliff will come up with something creative. Plus they play inside. So I don't know if they play yeah. on grass still or if it's on turf, I'm assuming turf. So you'll really be able to get to see the speed of uh, Kyler Murray. And I'm sure they're really going to spread it out. So oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see them a couple games this year, maybe put up like 30, 40 points. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's going to be some games where, you know, they obviously kind of have that like lull where they're not really doing anything but I think that there could be like some times where they beat some like good teams like I feel like they could get some divisional wins this year Mm -hmm. they might be overlooked at some point do you have a you know idea of how you think that the division is going to play out this year I'm still going to go with the Rams I still think that they're the best team and I think McVay you know I think he'll just do enough and they have enough on defense to be able to keep the other teams but then I think the Seahawks and 49ers are right there knocking on the door and then, you know, just because it's it's Kyler and Cliff's first year, I'm going to put them at last. Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree with that. So, personally, what I think is that I think the Rams are going to win the division. They seem to stay hungry um, every year and get better, honestly. Next, I'm going to have the 49ers second, and I'm going to have them as a wild card team in the playoffs this year. Seahawks, I think they're going to finish third. I don't think it's going to be, you know, because of Russ or anything like that. I just think that they're having so much roster turnover at some point that's going to catch up with them mm-hmm. and they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, they they did make it last year, so we'll see what happens. And then like you said, the Cardinals, they just they're just new. They have a lot of new guys there, so it'll be interesting to see how everything works out there, but I think they're going to finish 4th in the division. But we appreciate you guys, the Sports Addicts, for continuing to listen to our podcast. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate you guys for listening. We'll see you guys in the next one.